Welcome to the DBC Pulse Podcast. I'm Michael Salonik, and in this episode today, we're going to do something a little different. In the past couple of episodes, uh, we've been talking to parents about parenting, and today we want to talk to you students, so we want you to listen up, because we just came back from an awesome week at summer camp at Snowbird, and we had a great time, and we do not want you to miss out on it next summer if you weren't able to join us. Uh, so we're going to be talking about that today, and I got two guests here with me, and they were two leaders who came to summer camp last week. And so we got Katie Townsend, who's here with us, and Cody Black. And I just want to introduce them to you guys and um, want you guys to talk a little bit about yourself. And so, uh, Katie, uh, as a former student of Pult Student Ministry, and uh, so good to have her come with us on summer camp for her first year uh, as a leader. And she is going to be a sophomore at Gardner-Webb University. So, Katie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, um, so my name is Katie. I grew up um, in this area. I've gone to Denver Baptist my whole life. Um, I graduated from Bandy's High School in 2020, and so now i am uh, just finished my freshman year at Gardner-Webb. I'm a nursing major, so I'll start um, all of that fun stuff in the future. And yeah, it was really awesome to be able to come back um, to camp as a leader this year and see it from a different perspective. It was really cool. Yeah, awesome. We were glad to have you, and you did a great job. Thank you. All right, Cody, Cody Black. <laughs> He's an intern here at Pulse Student Ministry with me. Glad to have Cody this year, and uh, he joined us for summer camp. Uh, but, Cody, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. My name's Cody Black. I grew up in the area, too, my whole life. Uh, I graduated from North Lincoln in 2017. Um, I love doing anything sports, being active, and uh, getting married in two months. So That's right, man. Congratulations. Me. That's right. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, um, well, we're going to just dive right into talking a little bit about summer camp. And uh, I think we, as a whole, all the students, all the leaders that went, we all would say Snowbird is awesome, right? Do you guys agree? Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, so we got really great teaching, um, amazing uh, recreation things to do. Uh, we're going to get into a little bit of that in a minute. Um, but just great time for uh, almost like a spiritual greenhouse. That's the way yeah. I like to think of it, where you get to sh- just go in the mountains for a whole week. Uh, we don't bring our phones. Yep. Right. So we don't have that distraction and we get to just spend time in the word. We get to spend time in great gospel community and we just get to have a lot of fun. Um, so amazing week of camp. Uh, but a couple of things, we had some um, sessions where they the theme was attributes of God. And so they walked through a lot of the attributes of God. And uh, so the first question I have for you guys is what is one attribute of God uh, that you enjoyed learning about at summer camp? And so I'll, Katie, why don't you go yeah, sure. Um, my favorite one to learn about was uh, just the justice of God. Um, something that really stuck with me that um, he said, I can't remember who was giving this session, but um, he just said that we should be more shocked by the mercy of God than the justice of God. Mm, um, and I think that's something I've always taken for granted, just like growing up in the church. His, like, God's mercy has always kind of been there, like, in the back of my head. But, like, mm-hmm. we should be shocked by his mercy, not his justice. Right. That's good. That's awesome. Uh, what about you, Cody? Um, one of your favorites. I actually wrote down Justice too, and uh, I think they just—I I don't remember who was speaking either, but it was uh, the guy speaking did a really good job, uh, just talking about how um, a lot of things flow out of the, you know God's justice. And uh, I wrote down Psalm eighty-nine, uh, one: Righteousness and justice are the, are the foundation of your throne. Steadfast love and faith, faithfulness go for before you, and the kind of the foundation of who God is is uh, is justice, and you know. And that comes out of him being holy and perfect without sin. So yeah. he is the ultimate judge. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I think a lot of times um, we as Christians, it's good. We focus on God's love. Yep. And, yeah, that's 
tremendous. Um, but sometimes we don't focus on just him being also loving, but also just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, uh, you know, Brody uh, talking and sharing an awesome analogy story that really hit home to me. And he uh, set up this scene from Monsters, Inc., believe it or not, from that movie. So I don't know. Have you guys both seen that movie? So y'all yeah. Know so yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I don't know if our listeners uh, have seen it or not go watch that movie see the scene but you got the character boo uh who is a little girl and then you got sully who's the the monster that scares everybody and, and like the most fierce monster right and so boo builds this relationship with sully and uh and then she gets scared knowing that some um these other i don't know monsters are coming after her they're actually are bad and and as she's close with sully she sees that he's actually a fierce monster and she sees his true self and get scared as he like roars you know um and so she's kind of skeptical as she's built this trust with sully so she kind of backs away uh but then she realizes wait a minute sully's for me sully cares for me um and he's the fiercest of them all and so if these bad monsters coming after me um i'm actually going to feel safe to run into sully's arms and that's what she does and she knows that she trusts him. She knows he'll protect her. Uh, and it's just a picture of the gospel. And so I didn't see that coming when he started talking about Monsters, yeah. Inc. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, man, that's that's a really it good analogy. Good. Yeah, and, good. and how in the gospel we're called to even fear God and be, in yes, in all of him, but also uh, to know that we should fear his wrath if we're outside of Christ, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so God is definitely a God to be feared. Um, but if you are in his family, adopted, which is the gospel, then we know we are protected um, by an almighty God, and we have nothing to fear in that case, right? Uh, so that's good. That was really good stuff there. Um, what was um, what was like one of your um, favorite sessions, uh, Katie, that you um, had at the Yeah, I really liked the session that he talked about um, culture and race. Um, and I, it's, this is something he said. He just said, um, too often the world wants an attribute of God without the authority of God. And I just really, I really liked that. I think a lot of times Christians can get caught up when it comes to the issue of race of just putting like the bandaid of like, well, Jesus loves everybody. And like, I know I get caught up in like, I don't like to talk about political issues and like stuff like that. But I think he did a good job of addressing like, this is something that we need to be worried about and something we need to care about because it's important. Right. Yeah, I agree. It's good. Uh, Good stuff there that he did a fantastic job with that. Mm -hmm. What about you, Cody? I actually wrote down uh, when they talked about culture and race. <laughs> the same thing? Yep. As, uh, <laughs> well, hey, we know for a fact that justice was good. <laughs> and we know one of culture and, and race was good. Um, yeah. so I agree. That was one of my favorites, well, too. Well, just talking about, um, you know, we don't need to take ideas from the world to fix things and how yeah. they mm-hmm. misdiagnose yeah. um, the problem. And That's right. we don't want to look in within ourselves and say, oh, wait, there's, there's an issue. In, like Christianity or the Bible tells us, you know, we are sinners. Yeah. The ultimate, like the problem for everything, is that we deeply are broken and lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the world doesn't want to acknowledge that, and you can't fix anything until that. I mean, that's the first step. I feel like yeah. it's acknowledging your sin or that you are a sinner. Yeah, that's right. And they misdiagnose that, and uh, from you know from the misdiagnosis, they carry out the way they go about fixing things is wrong because um, it's not fixing the actual root of the issue, which is our sin and. Um, just talking about how that deals with the culture and you know the race and or with race and um, yeah. just yeah just yeah man just how they they misdiagnose it and don't want to come from a place of it starts with me as an independent person that all, yeah. maybe the problem with the world is what's inside of all of us yeah. and 
So I think it's a good time to give Snowbird a, a plug here for their uh, their podcast and podcast. Oh, yeah. um, so you know they have that podcast, no sandy required um, to listen to, and they do a lot of um, great episodes on these tough topics and yeah. they do one on crt they do one on culture and race and so we highly recommend yeah. uh that uh that people check it out right yeah um and so that would further explain some of those things that we learned another one of my favorite sessions was the one on social media mm-hmm. uh that zach did one of the directors there and i thought he did a fantastic job of just just laying the landscape you know of uh just some some solid facts um and just the temptation of where we would draw and where our hearts go just in general um, and what news we gravitate towards <laughs> at the same time, right? And, and what is actually being tr- true and what is actually lies um, and what are we actually following? Um, but knowing are we run into God's word, you know? Um, but he, he unpacked a lot of things, but that was one of my favorite ones for sure. Uh, so we talked about Snowbird. There being a lot of rec options, yeah. a lot of recreation. Uh, so what is one of y'all's favorite wreck things that y'all did this past week or last week yeah i really loved the rafting it was so fun the the river was beautiful like i just wanted to sit and like look at the river and then we would like go over a raft and i'm like oh, i have to paddle but it was really <laughs> yeah. beautiful and fun um just it like it was beautiful out there wasn't it yeah very peaceful yeah, yeah it was so nice and it was like a two and a half hour yeah, so yeah. Ride down I think the river. it's eight miles. It doesn't go quick. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, a lot of time to enjoy it. <laughs> a lot of time to enjoy it. Uh, freezing cold water. Yeah, so cold. Uh, so the toes were numb. Um, I, all I remember, and I'm going, I hope he's not embarrassed by this, but I just remember looking over and Elijah Griggs was right beside me. Uh, that's Pastor Chris's son. And his hand's like this. And he's like, Mike, Mike, look at my hand. <laughs> I was like, what's wrong with it? He's like, it's locked up. That's how cold it was. That's, I told him to put it underneath his life jacket, some heat, and he finally fixed his hand. But it was cold water, or we should say refreshing water. Refreshing. Yeah. Um, Couldn't say, you can't say the C word or it'll throw you out, Yeah, which is yeah. cold. So uh, what was your favorite wreck? Um, Same I've, thing? Rafting is a lot of fun. Yeah. I won't say rafting because I've already copied her okay. twice. So. Maybe I need to ask you questions first. Um, <laughs> we got to do the Goliath swing, which is you jump off this huge platform. Yeah, it's cool. just a sp- a swing that, I mean, it, it sounds like, it looks like it sounds, the Goliath yeah. swing. It's yeah. very intimidating. Um, but it's cool. We got to play basketball. Two courts, getting gaga boards right there. Got yeah. to play a lot of basketball. We knocked gaga. heads at the very end. Yep. Remember that? Uh, cut, we about gave each other a concussion. Good, playing basketball. Yep. Um, but my favorite thing we did is um, you can relax a little bit during the rec time. And so a bunch of the students, we had a little area. Somehow someone started putting Enos in a circle and then, we uh, took a picnic table and put it there, and then we took a bench and put it there also, and it was kind of the whole hangout for the whole group. So um, yeah. there were a lot. Of, there was a lot of time where the youth group was just sitting there talking about whatever, from yeah. dream vacation to just poking fun at each other. It was a lot of fun. Card tricks, yeah. card games, yeah, mm-hmm. well, a lot of card tricks and a lot of card <laughs> that games. That was Spoons, really funny. Which I whooped everybody in uh-huh. <laughs> until I played. No. But sorry. Uh, another thing is uh, I want to ask you guys that I think would be really important for students to hear, parents to hear, is like just what is one thing, I know it's hard to get on one thing, maybe what are some things that just really encouraged you uh, at Snowbird? Uh, we'll just keep in order, man. So, Katie, what you got? 
Yeah, um, I thought that the staff there, like the students that were um, like with our church as counselors, um, yeah. they were just so encouraging to me. Um, I know the girls that were placed with our church um, were just really great. Um, yeah. And they like told me and Haley I'll, I'll, several times that like they just felt so encouraged by us that like we were able to be with them. And it was just a really cool like relationship that we were able to form with them. They're really great. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I really enjoyed all yeah. our counselors we got. Um, that's good. Uh, what about you, Cody? What's one thing encourage you? Um, I wrote down a couple, but number one would be the uh, the Swo Underground. But it's basically just a it's a prayer chapel, and it's just got all sorts of things on the walls. Like uh, you can go. Well, it's very it's kind of like an intimate, quiet room yeah. area. I don't know what you call it. Uh, you take your shoes off. You go yeah. in. There's no talking. Um, there's a you can write a letter to a missionary. There's a on one part of the wall there's um the genealogy of jesus mm. all throughout a whole hallway that was really cool yeah. the tunnel like the churches in china you know you can crawl in this tunnel and talk about and it talks about the persecution being uh christians in china are facing and uh, uh there's the little children's books that mm. um it just says enjoy the simple gospel yeah and it's a really cool spot it's uh yeah. it's definitely worth worth the visit if you're at snowbird i, I would kind of say so for some of our DBC members, people here, you know, we do the National Day of Prayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all ever come and done this before, but we, in the past, have set up, like, these stations and rooms that you went from one to one uh, where you prayed for, like, schools, and it was decorated, like, mm-hmm. you know, all the schools, and then it's one for military, decorated for all the military. It was kind of like that, but the, like these different, different stations, yeah. Um, I know there was one on technology. It yep. was really good. Yep. Um, uh, talking about unreached people groups. Yeah. Um, it was a journal where people, you oh, man, just literally, cool. like, you just it's like almost like an altar where, but you're just writing yeah. down like but other prayer, people can really. come behind you and yeah. read it and yeah. encourage and i was a member was really cool yeah. reading what yeah. god was stirring in other people's hearts so that was really yeah. cool too man yeah it's a really and, cool and it was powerful because i mean our students were taking it very serious yeah. and mm-hmm. weeping crying praying yeah. um writing letters to missionaries like really participating in this and uh really reading everything and i was really encouraged by that and you know all the walls really come down in there for some reason it's not really like this awkward space where you're trying to connect with a student but it's like genuinely an intimate spot where you can really have like a really good conversation with a student yeah that's really cool yeah yeah man what other things encouraged you so you Uh, you had some other things yeah oh the uh I mean, this is the third time I've been to Snowbird, a part of with uh, Denver Baptist. So we got to know we had to basically the same counselors every time. Maybe they missed one or yeah. one time we were there, but and we took some guys in the fall retreat. Yeah, fall retreat and, and then spring. The D now weekend yeah. we went spring with middle school and high school students, and then for summer camp, yep. yeah, you came with us all three and, times. Uh, we've gotten to really like when we went there. I actually knew the counselor. Like we had a relationship before I arrived, so it was like I knew how he would go about talking with the kids. And uh, and I know, like you said, you're encouraged by them, and you know I think Snowbird really does a good job of uh, mm-hmm. taking time to teach these kids. Like you know, this is what we're going to teach kids. This is how we talk to kids, and just sharing the gospel with these students, and they do a really good job. And um, yeah. I was encouraged by other leaders our age who I don't have the time right now to go spend the summer there, but spend taking time off from doing whatever and really going up in the mountains and just uh, being willing to share the gospel with students mm-hmm. and. For some of the, you know, the guys live in buses, yeah. so yeah, sacrificing to all right. a lot of comfort. Yeah. So it's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, it was some of the things I already mentioned. We talked about the underground uh, thing, but the the hang time that was already mentioned, I thought was just really encouraged that students, um, because they didn't have their phones. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
You know, we're yeah. not trying to be mean. We're not trying to be whatever. Actually, Snowbird actually encourages and actually says it's their rule not to have phones. Yeah. Um, so we just are enforcing that. Um, but I think it's so good. I mean, I know sometimes it's hard, but just to ride up there, uh, it takes about a day or two, and then all of a sudden you realize, like, all right, I'm building a relationship with these people. And yeah. we had some students that came as, as friends to other, other of our students that come here or just didn't know anybody. Yeah. And one of the students, when they came back, just really encouraged me. He said, man, they feel like, I feel like they're my family when he told yeah. his mom, you know, I feel like they're my family. And mm-hmm. um, I was really encouraged by that, and I think that happened because of no phones. Yeah, oh, you have a phone, it's easy to withdraw. And so they were just how the Eno set up. And it was cool. The whole group literally hung out together yeah. um, last few days and did everything together. And that was just really cool to see. Um, and one of the last things I'll mention that really encouraged me is tradition that we have is on oh, yeah. uh, summer camps. Uh, those who just graduated and it's their last summer with us. And uh, we allowed them just to share something. So we had one with us, and it was Millie Cannon. And I thought she just did a good job just sharing her heart sharing her testimony, mm-hmm. uh, sharing temptations of the world and how she's fought through them Absolutely. and ups and downs in her faith, but how she's still stuck through even in the midst of her doubts and uh, and failures, um, coming back to Jesus and the gospel and how she's persevered. And uh, so just very encouraging uh, yeah. and how she encouraged students, was raw, honest, and open. Yeah. Um, and then we got to pray over her. Mm-hmm. And I think that's always cool to hear yeah. who's going to pray, what comes out of that. Um, yeah. And so she's got two younger sisters, and it was cool hearing them pray for her and so I think it was just a sweet time for our our student ministry at that time uh, as as family. That's what we are as brothers and sisters yeah. in Christ, you know. Um, all right. So I have to ask the question: <laughs> Should students come to Snowbird for twenty twenty two summer camp? Of course, <laughs> <Yes>. Cody. <laughs> all right, we got two yeses. I would say three, three yeses. Uh, absolutely, yeah. uh, students. We would love for you guys to come. Please don't miss out on this opportunity yep. uh, it's actually we know the dates already uh so it's june 27th through july 2nd june 27th through july 2nd and so um you guys can uh, mark that down in your calendars now and plan your family vacations around it uh plan time around it i would love to have as many uh students as we can to come to summer camp yeah. because it just is that awesome mm-hmm. it um, really is and um so we also know first for summer camp sometimes we get fired up I have a huge passion for Jesus because we have that spiritual greenhouse, but then we got to come back to the to the real world with the phones mm-hmm. and school, friends, temptations, all those things, right? Yeah. Um, so it can get difficult to continue that, but I think in some sense, sometimes we think, oh, it's that, that camp high, when really, yeah, it is, and it's a cool cool place, but there is this reality that you just spent a week in the Word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's, it's as simple as continuing that to some degree. Um, but what advice would you give for students who, who came to Snowbird and are home or really just students who are just home right now through the summer? Um, what is just some advice you would give to them to kind of continue uh, living out their faith right now? Yeah, um, I would say just keep like pressing into God and like keep pursuing your relationship with him, um, yeah. especially in the summer because you have so much free time um, and just like so much time that you can spend uh, just in the word and just knowing God better and like start setting habits now that you can carry over into the school year. Cause if you don't do it now, when you're not going to school, you're not going to do it whenever you have school and sports and want to hang out with friends and a million other things to do if you don't do it now. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'll bounce right off of that. Um, just get in the Bible. I know that's such an overwhelming thing. And even I'm, I'm speaking to myself too. And I say mm-hmm. these things is um, it's just absolutely 
necessary. If you, it's yes, it is a camp high, but you did you were just away from the culture of the world. Your any distractions for a week, and mm. we're just literally wrapped up in God, you know, for a week. And it was a, uh, you can contain can continue that, and you know, you're not always gonna have a high because um, that's not promised to us, you know. But if you just stay consistent in God's word, sure, you know, God gave us His word. And if we want to know God, then this is what God has told us about himself. Yeah. And it's, a, it's just a cool thing to think about that, you know, God who created the earth also gave yeah. us a book to know mm-hmm. him yeah. and yeah. calls us to know him. And um, yeah, I think the Bible is a lot more exciting when you put it in context that um, it makes no sense that we actually have it, you know, like right. we, we don't deserve it. And right. uh, yeah. just put your phones down, get away from video games right. or play Xbox or um you know, just get away from that stuff for a little bit. You know, Jesus is worthy of um, whatever you can put away or put down to uh, to go get in the Word or and get plugged in here at um, with Pulse at, uh, Youth and um, just be open and honest where you're at because um, we're not going to be mad at you if you're not where everybody yeah. thinks you are. And um, yeah, you know, we've all made mistakes. I've made tons of mistakes since I've been saved. I got saved mm-hmm. when I was 16 and. I mean, what a crazy age, right? And I know exactly what, or well, we all know exactly what you're going through. So mm. just be open and honest. You're not going through it alone. Yeah. 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 That's good, man. Real good. All right. So we always, you know, there's always camp stories, right? <laughs> Sometimes there's camp stories. They just stay at camp. But just for right now, uh, for us here, was there a funny story that you guys like to share? Something that happened at Snowbird? Yeah, um, I'll start out with, uh, we already mentioned Millie Cannon, um, <laughs> sweet girl. She was staying in, um, she was in my room. And so one day it was like, I think it was during our rec time or something like that. Um, she just taken a shower and she wanted to fix her hair. So she brought all of her hair products and like hair tools <laughs> and stuff and uh, had them all plugged in at the same time along with our air conditioning running and like we had a fan in there too and it was just too much and these the are just like basic cabins for people that yes, don't understand yes, yes. right yeah ba- so very basic definitely and electricity that can handle all this yeah and so um <laughs> what happened was the power in our room went out um and it was just our room is the thing and so we, they were trying to like flip the breaker and it like wouldn't turn back on and i, sh- I was just so it wasn't as simple as like tripping it because no. it was a bigger problem yeah that. it like yeah. blew something up yeah i don't i don't know what happened <laughs> i just was belly. sitting on our little porch trying to write in my journal and then millie came out there and said katie we don't have air conditioning anymore <laughs> which is brutal in the summer yeah. Yeah. yeah but it was fixed uh that day so we didn't have to yeah. sleep with no air conditioning yeah that's funny yeah. that's good so maybe when you come to Snowbird, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't bring all that stuff. Yeah. Or yeah. go to the bathhouse to do all that stuff. You know. are in the woods. Yeah. You don't need a flat iron <laughs> in a hair dryer. That's right. That's right. That's a good one. All right. What about you, Cody? You got one? Um, we went down the river. Um, just I was sitting on the, I think I was, I was on the front of our raft because mm-hmm. she sat right behind me on our raft. And we were kind of fighting some of the middle schoolers that were coming down with us. And the way it worked, our raft got flipped around so i had to run up to their raft so however long a raft is i had that to sprint and at the end of my raft was this lone <laughs> middle schooler all by himself standing right there and i just got to drill him right into the water and he came up and he said that was the coolest thing that's ever happened to me oh, okay. <laughs> he loved it i tucked him it was it was a polite okay hit polite so, spirit. And, and you got life jackets yeah, on because i am a leader okay. so i had to be a little bit if, now if it was you yeah. it'd be a different story probably yeah. maybe a little harder <laughs> <laughs> whoa what kind of but, uh, that's yeah. that's one of my favorite stories and um I, that's that's the joy of being a leader too at camp right <laughs> is um it is fun to kind of 
I don't know the right word to say. But physically we, dominate. We physically <laughs> dominate <laughs> students in, in basketball. Yeah, basketball. And, uh, so the thing of whitewater rafting was thing they called it pirating. Yeah, right. Pirating. And so pirating I means you, your raft, you could pull it, somebody jump out and try to just throw people yeah. off, you know. Uh, and I did that, and it's very exhausting. Uh, it's by the way. quite the work. Uh, I can only do about two or three, and then I'm just done. And then I just get thrown off. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but it is very fun and very cool. It's not your normal uh, whitewater rafting experience. Not your normal uh, camp. Yes, and not your normal camp at all. Um, but they also did a thing called the Party Barge. No, that was awesome. That was awesome yeah. and yeah, cool. uh, kind of crazy, but awesome. Uh, so halfway through the rafting, they stop everybody. You get out on the land and start stacking up like six, seven, <laughs> all the uh, rafts, and they make it like stair steps, and you come and you just jump off and go in the river, and that was really cool to see and watch. Yeah. Uh, a lot of fun. Um, so, like I said, all students to join us next summer, yeah. right? Which I let another student spear me off of the, the party barge. So oh, did you? It, I okay. was – there, there was go. plenty of payback for the terror that I caused myself. So awesome. Uh, just a couple of things to kind of um, wrap us up here in this episode. I just thought it'd be good. Why have you guys here on with us? Thank you for being a part of the the podcast podcast with us here at DBC Pulse. And uh, Katie, I mentioned earlier you're a former student. Yes. Um, you've you've come up uh, through uh, Pulse Student Ministry, and I'm just curious what. What about Pulse Student Ministry um, has helped you just prepare for college and, and life beyond middle school and high school? Yeah, I would definitely say that um, Pulse instilled in me um, that I really need community and discipleship. And it like taught me to go to college with that in mind, like mm-hmm. pursuing that, um, because I definitely am a person who likes to do everything by myself. I don't like to know that I need other people in my life, but the reality is that I do. Um, And so I was able to learn that kind of early on and know that I needed that going into college. That's good. That's that's one of the things we like to say here at the Pulse Student Ministry. We tell parents, we're not here Mm -hmm. to parent, but to partner. We want to partner with parents. But also for students, we're not not a club. It's not Pulse Club. (laughs) Uh, We do a lot of fun things, play a lot of fun events, but it's still not a club. The whole purpose and point is that we connect to the gospel of Jesus Christ, but we do it through discipleship and fellowship. And fellowship in the Bible actually has an element of spiritual things. So it's not just necessarily having fun hanging out, but there's that gospel community um, Mm -hmm. that's formed and relationships built. Um, And I think that's why student ministry is so important. Um, You're able to go with other peers that are, are... seeking the same thing and, and maybe there's something that aren't we know that everybody that comes to the ministry is a christian this is a safe place to come and to kind of explore the faith um but it also is just a time that you can just uh learn about god but also build those those nice yeah. friendships mm-hmm. uh, so that's awesome um well so you're in college at gardner yes. web yes. gonna you just finish your freshman year mm-hmm. so how did your freshman year go and and in sense of like living on mission in college how did that go for you yeah, I would say um, college is going really great. I uh, love Gardner-Webb, and I actually was able to get involved in Young Life at Gardner-Webb. So nice. I am leading at Shelby High School. Okay, um, and Sweet. Yeah, I love it there. Um, but I like going into it, I knew that I needed to put myself in a position where I was going to be constantly making myself uncomfortable and constantly just being out of my comfort zone. And um, Young Life was just right. a really great opportunity for me to do that. Because yeah. um, I know, like, it's obviously important to like be on mission with your friends and like mm-hmm. in your everyday life. But I knew for me, I needed that extra, like this is something that I'm committing to. That's going to pr- bring me out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And so you're pouring into middle schoolers, high right? schoolers, high schoolers, high schoolers. High Shelby schoolers. high school. Yes. Okay. Oh, you said high school. That's right. Yes. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's great. 
it's a great way to live out the Great Commission, mm-hmm. uh, continue to make disciples. Uh, so that's fantastic. And so we'll continue to, to pray for you uh, in that and your uh, ministry and young life and your sophomore year at Garner Webb. Yes, thank you. Awesome. Uh, Cody, intern man. Uh, man, I'm just curious, what were some things that you have learned uh, and enjoyed as an intern here, Pulse Student Ministry? Now, before you answer that, remember, some things are meant to stay behind closed doors. I had a couple go through doors. my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, learn how to play Rook. That's true. <laughs> it's a good yeah. thing to learn. Um, maybe not so learn. good at it. And you know how to play Rook. I, I do. Yeah, um, part of being Pulse Student Ministry. But uh, yeah, just seeing the behind-the-scenes stuff of how even like stuff like this podcast come together or um, just how a Sunday night gets planned and prepared for if, uh, or like when we had our Super Bowl party like what goes about or when we were thinking about youth camp forever ago and when you're mm-hmm. trying to figure out where we get vans from behind the scenes yeah. stuff to everything that nobody really notices and uh yeah. and that your schedule's all over the place so um, so wait a minute so are you saying youth pastors actually work I'm and are saying, busy? I'm what? saying youth pastors actually <laughs> y'all hear that people are productive <laughs> <laughs> yes um uh, just seeing, just, I'm just joking. Interacting right. with all, just everybody that's on staff too a lot. It's uh, just been really encouraging to be here, and uh, especially because mm-hmm. my fiance and her daughter are here too. And we've been, uh, well, no, we didn't come to Denver Baptist before I was an intern. Yeah, man. Um, and we've just been really thankful to be plugged in and be a part of a community that, um, who will share the gospel with us, um, good or bad, what's going on with us. And yeah. Just seeing all behind the scenes stuff. And I love it. Yeah. And uh, get to play a lot of basketball too, so that's yeah, awesome. That's right. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome, man. You help out yeah. down in the hangar. Yeah, I have, hangar. I have. Our ministry uh, on Friday nights, uh, six nine p.m. Yep. Uh, open to the community. We have a skate park, basketball court, all sorts of stuff. Gaga. Cody helps out Turf. with that. Yep. Yep. And uh, we share yeah, a message. Man. Me or Brad right. usually yep. do it. Um, just mm-hmm. quick ten minutes. This is the gospel. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just cool. A lot of churches don't get the opportunity to. Um, you know, usually have to go somewhere to do mission, but, you know, we literally own a rec facility where students who, or kids, parents who would never hear the gospel yeah. come and hear the gospel because uh, we have that. And uh, just thankful God's yeah. provided that and uh, that we get to be a part of it. So, yeah. Well, I'll say uh, I've definitely been encouraged by both of you. I've definitely seen you both grow in your faith, uh, be challenged in your faith. Um, so keep pressing on, keep fighting the good fight of faith. Um, I, I do want to. Uh, close one more snowbird thing um, to close us down here is one of the sessions the guy gave an analogy uh, just kind of popped in my head and I remember I had it in my notes and he gave this analogy we talked about God's justice but also his love and he gave the story of him uh, of waiting on his child to be born and he knew his wife had this connection being pregnant growing the baby inside of her but he just wasn't quite there yet you know yeah. and then the baby was born and he just remembers holding um I don't know if it was his son or daughter, but his, his newborn uh, in his hands and just that first connection. He's like, all right, you know, I, I'm here. Uh, now I have the affections are, are real and overwhelming, and my love for this child is just like affections are going all over the place. Remember, remember him telling that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he said that a love of a father for his, for his kid born right out of the womb um, is what he was, was describing and talking about. But then he said, but God's love is greater than that. Yeah. And sometimes I think we forget that and how much God does love us. Uh, he, he pursued us and rescued us even yeah. while we're, yet we were enemies. And it brings me to Romans that he mentioned. And, and in Romans, um, let's see, in chapter 5, um, starting in verse 6, says, For while we were still weak at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly, which was us. 
And you jump down to verse 8, it says, But God shows his love for us, and that while we were still sinners, uh, his enemies, Christ died for us. And then it says, Since therefore we have now been justified by his blood. So there's that justice there. So we've been justified now by his blood of Jesus. Much more shall, uh, shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. And I love verse 10. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more now that we are reconciled shall we be saved by his life. And then it says, more than that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. And so what a great gospel yep. picture to know that, um, you know, you got the prodigal son story in the Bible, but we just know that God is a father. He's our heavenly father if we are a Christian and yep. how much that should comfort us um, and know that we've been saved from his wrath and how much he loves us. If we see how much a father here on earth loves yeah. their son or daughter, man, how much more does God love us? Absolutely. And I thought that was awesome. Um, yeah. But so, again, we highly recommend Snowbird, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Uh, teaching, recreation, uh, yeah. so many different things there. Some of the other rec things they had, we, you know, we did paintball. Um, paintball was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, what's some other things? Zip line. Um, uh, shotguns. You can actually shoot shotguns. It's crazy. You can shoot real guns yeah. and shoot yeah. ski um, up there in the mountains. They let they give a middle schooler a gun. It's crazy, <laughs> but they do it. Um, and there's a lot of other fun things. I can't yeah. even come ahead. The skits. There's yeah. so much. The gorilla. Uh, tubing. Canoeing. Yeah, you go lake tubing, go canoeing, go mountain biking, um, yeah, hiking, hiking. Uh, I mean, it. So horseback riding. Horseback yeah. riding. I mean, there's stuff for everybody yeah. and anybody. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so people need to go to Snowbird. Uh, so what do we want to tell you? We're going to tell you, hey, check out the Snowbird podcast. Yeah. Uh, no sanity required. Uh, I think it'll really help you out. A lot of topics that they talk about as well. Uh, another thing is to check out their playlist. Just type in SWO21. Since we're Snowbird Wilderness Outfitters, in case you're wondering, but short to SWO. Uh, SWO21. They got them on, on Spotify. And I really recommend the worship one. So they did the worship songs that we sang for the week. They're really good. Uh, go check them out. Well, that's the end of episode four. You can hit the like button, and you can subscribe to our channel. You can also go to our description and scroll all the way down, and you can see all the podcasts uh, on the go. You can click the links. You can check all them out. But we'll see you next time on the next episode.